There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi everyone, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch for myself. Mm-hmm. All that tracks. I'm Henley, <laughs> and I'm also too scared to watch for myself. Mm-hmm. I am Sammy, and I am uh, not too scared to watch for myself. I love watching. Oh, she loves watch watching movies. Rub it in our faces. You watch for yourself and for us. <laughs> yes, I do. So I like to tell my friends about scary movies. Great. <laughs> like we're so, taking two different tacks. You're like, it's good that you do that. And I'm like, Sammy, just bragging about how brave she is <laughs> once again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Although she, I mean, we're all the, coming from different. The podcast places. wouldn't exist without her. So. It really wouldn't. We couldn't. We could not do it alone. Already, we've like, <laughs> we've turned off listeners. They're like, turn it off. What <laughs> is this podcast? Why am I here? Um, I that's it. what the podcast is. And so let's just keep it a moving right along. Did anything scary happen to us this week? Um, well, I guess the scary thing that happened to me this week is that I hosted a uh, birthday party at my house, my birthday, um, and as well as Tim's birthday. And uh, my fiance. And um, the theme was a murder mystery dinner party. And I also on a train on a train. (laughs) The year is 1933. (laughs) Or somewhere (laughs) near the Austrian border. (laughs) Yep, Those are the details. Um, However, I also added another little fun thing to the invite, which is that everyone had to come prepared to speak only in an Irish accent for mm-hmm. the entirety of the night. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Oh, my God. Sammy, uh, <laughs> Sammy got we so good. We did do at- it, didn't we? <laughs> and you guys got so good at Henley it. Henley was know. immediately mad that she can't do an Irish accent. I literally <laughs> can't do one. I over, I, I like really just overestimated my ability to learn how to do an Irish accent in like four days and I can't do one. It's, I just can't. It is really hard. It's harder than you think. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> I can say the train needs now a two turn Now bragging. <laughs> The train leaves to toot. To toot. No, I need to not do this publicly. Emily's uh, phrase was flowers in the garden. The flowers Flowers in the the garden. Every time I would lose track of my accent, I'd go, Ireland, Ireland, Ireland. The flowers in the garden. The flowers in the garden. garden. Flowers in the garden. Flowers in the garden. Flowers in the garden. I can't do it at all. It helped sometimes. Um, Anyway, so then I had to greet all my guests by telling them that I'm woefully unprepared for my own party. People really tried, though. It was fun. Honestly, everyone else spoke in an Irish accent. Kathleen's was great. Kathleen's was amazing. Kathleen's was great. All of, uh, everyone. Previous podcast guest Kathleen. All of them were great. They do a great Irish accent. <laughs> I can't. Do previous one. podcast guest Joel. Good Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Joel had an excellent Irish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in case that matters to anyone listening, <laughs> it matters. Um, uh, I shed a tear in a yoga class. <gasps> <gasps> what? <laughs> because it was so hard. And then when we like finally got to stop and do the like Shavasana, I like was really proud of myself. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And that's when you cried? It was a tear of, of, it was both. I was like exhausted and proud of myself. 
and just felt uh, in touch with my body. I oh, guess. I really love that. <laughs> that's, I really that's the love best of that. yoga. That's, it really is when it can take you to that. This place. is a really mm-hmm. nutso class, though. It's like barely yoga. It's called Sculpt, and it's like you use it. weights and like do fucking jumping jacks and shit. It's gnarly. And the teacher is like uh, Monica from Cheer, basically. And oh. <laughs> she's a hard ass bitch. Oh my god! And at the end of the class, she said, "You did a really great job today." And I was so validated and felt my ego was enormous. Amazing. I spoke about so it for you're two like days a regular. I am yes. God Pretty damn, big that's honestly a big deal. <laughs> I need to get my ass in gear, man. Mm-hmm. Dang, Emily, what about you? Um, I made too much soup. Oh, <laughs> she did. She made too much soup. I really. <laughs> I really was so excited about making soup this week. And and as I was making it, I should have known, right? I should, the ingredients list was like a lot, but I, you know, I was just going to follow it. And I think that must be a common soup mishap, I to be honest. I think it's a common soup mishap. So <laughs> it was several things. It was one, um, so I find the soup was made. The final step of the soup is <laughs> people have turned off this podcast. <laughs> You can fast forward to the 10 minute mark. Uh, The final step of the soup is you add the pasta and the pasta cooks within the soup. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And that mm -hmm. was the step where I came back to it at the proper time for the soup to have been done. And it had doubled in size. And it was so much soup. And I live alone. And I really was like, what have I done? There should be a warning label on every single goddamn soup recipe it that absolutely should be a grain this or will pasta. Make Twenty servings of soup. If you put be too aware. much of it in, it's going to absorb all of the liquid right. and, and then, turn into a pasta. And yes, and then <laughs> so I had some. It was good. And then overnight, I refrigerated you know a gallon of soup, and it all became <laughs> pasta. And then I was like. Fuck, now I'm going to have to add liquid, and then it will be more soup. The soup that keeps growing. So anyway. I've given it away. Tonight we all had we soup. Had a little soup. Um mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. really been a feat. Mm-hmm. But lesson learned. Well, sounds like we all had some pretty scary weeks. Pretty big for us all. <laughs> um and another scary thing I did this week was watch not only the this week's movie, but the other movie by these directors. Um so this week's movie was The Lodge. It is out in select theaters currently, comes out Opens wide this weekend. Um, it was directed by uh, Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz. Uh, written by Sergio Cassi a- and uh, the directors. Um, starring Riley Keough, Richard Armitage, Jaden Martell, Leah McHugh, and Alicia... Alicia? Alicia Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, Alicia. Why did I want to say Alicia? Um... Oh, that's Vikander. Yeah, you're thinking of yeah. Vikander. I always am thinking of Alicia Vikander. Who is it? She's a babe. Who's a babe? She's <laughs> fucking babe. And so is Alicia Silverstone. And so is Alicia Silverstone. Um, a true 90s babe. Now is when I don't know what to do because we don't have a guest. We don't have a guest. And we don't have and trivia. we don't have trivia today. Well, so, yeah. I mean, who knows if people like this, but for all for new movies, we're just keeping it, keeping it intimate. <laughs> just doing us gals in here. Um, because it is a lot to demand that someone go see a movie yeah. right away and <laughs> tell us about it. Right. Um, so we're bringing it to you, just us. Hi, everybody. It is cocktail hour, and this week's cocktail is a midnight prayer, and you are going to need it. 
To make a midnight prayer, you'll need one and a half ounces of gin, three quarters an ounce of St. Germain, one teaspoon of creme de violette, one dash of orange bitters, and one twist lemon peel. You will stir all ingredients with ice and strain into a martini glass. This is served up and garnish with your twist. Cheers. I guess you could give us some context for the movie. Like, what say, else did they direct? Yeah, so the, these are the yeah, directors the other of Goodnight Mommy. Oh, um, okay. That's with, why you watch Goodnight Mommy. This is uh, their first English language film. Goodnight Mommy is in German. Goodnight Mommy is like, is that like a plastic surgery one? Yes. So in Ooh. that one, it's like they're, it's two twin boys, like 10-year-old twin boys whose mom comes back from the doctor with her entire face like bandaged up, looking real creepy. And she's like acting differently, but and they can't see if it's her because her face is all. It like looks like it should be her, yeah. But they're just suspicious, and it just the. I'd say the first two thirds of it, I was like, "This is pretty tame. Like, I can handle this." And then the last third is just nuts. <laughs> it's oh, so crazy. You guys would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> is does this movie follow a similar? I'd say this movie's pretty tense, start to finish. Oh, okay. Um. Mm-hmm. I really know nothing about it at all. Me either. Um, not, not they a thing. seem to like their twists and turns. Okay, I like that too. Um, and that's all I got. I think. Okay, uh, info about <laughs> the movie. I think the less well, you here, know, the better. And I think here's some trivia that I just learned that is less about this movie and more about a person in this movie. Okay, um, that Riley Keough is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. That is right. And she does mm-hmm. sing mm-hmm. in this movie and she does have a nice voice, which can you imagine being his granddaughter and having a bad voice? That'd be uh, yeah. that pretty suck. embarrassing. It was very lucky for her that she has a good voice and is beautiful because lucky and also, you know, makes sense Yeah, because those are good genes. Some good genes. She's great in this. Uh, I really liked this movie. This movie, I guess we could talk a little bit about, about reviews. It's not like out wide yet, but there are reviews out. And a lot of the reviews have said that it's pretty boring and slow. And I like totally disagree. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. It does remind me a lot of The Shining um, and Hereditary. And that was another like criticism I saw was that it's just kind of like stealing from other movies. But I disagree with that. Also, it's like felt like something I hadn't seen before. This premise is like pretty unique and mm. there's definitely elements of both of those movies but i think in a good but way movies are always inspired yeah. by other yeah. movies i was very tense throughout not a moment to relax in this movie you guys Ugh, i'm sc- i'm gonna hate it. i'm already stressed um, i'm already stressed it's not a good time. There's no fun parts in there's this movie. There's no fun. No fun. <laughs> there's no fun in games portion. There's no, no fun in games, games at all. Fuck. <laughs> no, that's tough. You hate to hear it. Um, but with that said, should we watch the trailer? Let's, Let's watch, watch the, trailer. the trailer. All right. So, how would you feel about going to the mountains for Christmas with Grace? She really wants to get to know you guys. You okay? I don't want to leave you here with the kids if you're not feeling up to it. Uh, I'm feeling fine. It was my idea and it's a couple days. I can do a couple days. Okay, guys, I'm off. Have fun. What is that? It's crazy. Everyone committed suicide except her. Repent and you will find salvation. Did you do that? We didn't do anything. We're leaving. What are you talking about? Look outside. We're stuck here. It's okay. 
trust me. You have nothing to be scared about. I'm so glad I I know nothing about this movie when I saw that. I've not seen that trailer anywhere. Um, It looks really scary and very like intimate. Very intimate. Very cold. It's very cold. It is all of those things. It basically takes place in the titular lodge, the entire movie, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why horror is so fun because it's like it can be so... This movie feels very claustrophobic, and so you can't, like, I don't know, fill it with, like, oh, we're, like, moving to this location and this location and, like, give you the impression of there being a plot just by, like, there being movement. It's, like, you very much have to, like, have an interesting plot and dialogue and characters Cause you're in not this going specific anywhere. setting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a really good point. I A part of me, then, is thinking about how maybe I want to see a, a horror movie. Not that I would actually want to see it, but it would be interesting to see horror movie that it was directed by someone like um i don't know i mean quentin tarantino kind of horror like but something like once upon a time in hollywood but like, like a, a showy, horror movie yeah you know yeah. what i mean that has like crazy production design right. tons of different sets like right. well lots cabin of different in the characters. woods i'd say even though i guess most of it is in the cabin but that like moves around a lot mm-hmm. so there are some that do that but I'd say it's common for them to be kind of th- this claustrophobic feel is so like it's well, you want to feel just, like you can't escape. Right. It it just lends itself to tension because it feels you're like you're suffocating. And I feel like often in horror, the location is a character. Yeah. And so it, it's so important to have just for you to just be there. Right. right. Well, because you could a big reason is that you like you can't leave the space. If you could leave the space, then the horror would right. be over. Right. <laughs> right. If you could leave the lodge, then whatever's in the lodge wouldn't be so bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, okay. So let's just start. Okay. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. 
that's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so we open on a dollhouse and classic already hereditary. I was going to say this is the first, very first moment you're like, oh, hereditary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And we'll later find out that this dollhouse is modeled to look like the lodge. Mm. Scary. And there are four dolls in it that look like a a mother, father, son, and daughter. Mm -hmm. And we're in. their house and the mom is calling out to the two kids to get ready. And the mom is Alicia Silverstone. Mm. Um, and the kids are um, Jada Martell and Leah McHugh. And they are Aiden and Mia. And I like that their real names are Jaden and Leah. Oh, Aiden, interesting. Aiden and Mia. Mm-hmm. And this is stupid, the, but... I thought they good... were too stupid to respond to <laughs> Well, in Goodnight Mommy, the kids' names are the kids' names. Like, they just like using the similar names. Yeah. And the dad in this is Richard Armitage, and his name is Richard. What else? Sorry, what else has Liam been in? He looks so familiar. Which has one? he been in other stuff? Oh, Jaden Martell. Oh, that's Jaden Martell. Jaden okay. Martell. He's in. He does it. look familiar. He's in it. Oh, he's one of the kids. He's oh, okay. one of the kids that's in why. it. And the older brother of the one who died. No. Yes. 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 He's Georgie's brother. Right. George. And um, he's also in a great movie that I like called Midnight Special, which if you haven't seen, you should see oh, it. Oh, I heard that's really good. I it's haven't really seen good. it. It's really good. I love that director. Okay. So uh, the mom is calling for the kids to get ready. Um, and we see the mom, Alicia Silverstone, is in the bathroom getting ready. They're going somewhere. She's putting on makeup and she looks in the mirror and starts crying. Oh, no. And mm. then we like cut to them in the car. She's like retouching her lipstick. She's obviously nervous about where we're going. And the kid, the daughter, um, Mia, says, is she going to be there? And so we kind of gathered that mm. we're going to the dad's house that they've recently split oh. and that he has a new girlfriend. Oh, I, was, oh, God, I thought I, the mom was going to be dead. Me too. Me fucking really too? thought nope. the mom was going to be dead. Nope. Well, it, there's a scene in the trailer where they're like, that's our mom's hat. Right. And it makes it seem like She's the mom dead. has passed away. Right. But they're like, you know, just. They just hate her. I mean, yeah. got it. Um. Okay. So they go to the dad's house and he's like, kids, you wait outside. I need to talk to your mom. The mom is in the kitchen with him. And it's like, even here before the lodge, everything feels really claustrophobic. And the way that they film the shots is a lot of really tight close-ups. And so I was like already feeling tense. Even Mm. in this scene where nothing scary is happening yet, he puts Alka-Seltzer in his water and it like fizzes really loud and it does a super close up on the Alka Seltzer and even that scared me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is like just, They're just like setting you up to yeah. feel so everything unnerved. feels stressful. Ugh. Um and no, he says you. to her, I think we should finalize the divorce. Mm. And she's like, 
um, okay, why? And he's like, Grace and I are getting married. <gasps> oh, no. Whoa. And she, like, smiles, but is obviously, like, really upset. And then kind of storms off, and he's, like, calling after her. And then we just cut to later, where she's back at home by herself, and because she's obviously dropped the kids off with him. And she's, like, nervously cleaning up around the house, and then, like, sits at the kitchen table, pours, pours herself a big glass of wine. And then so quickly that it's a jump, like a jump scare, pulls a gun out, shoots herself in the head. I was, yeah, as soon, oh. as soon I was like, oh, she is dead. She is dead. Yeah. She is dead. As soon as we started saying it, I thought, oh, no. Because <laughs> I, it just occurred to me that she is not in the trailer. That's Scary. so, so sad. And then we cut right to the funeral. God, no wonder. I mean, you would hate the girlfriend in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. How I would could hate you your not? fucking dad. And you would kind of hate your dad, too. Right. Definitely. You would definitely hate your dad. Also, what does that mean about what their life was like that him getting remarried makes her want to kill herself? Well, there, like, is a lot some, of- there is some... I have some theories on that. Okay, great. I want to know. I'm just thinking from the perspective of the kids, too. Oh, like, God, it's awful, obviously awful, not awful. the girlfriend's fault. Right. No, yeah. Right. But, but you can see why they would hate you her. You can understand why they would feel You guys are way. getting into a lot of the themes of this movie. Okay. Oh, my okay. God. Look at how relatable. How relatable is this Um. Film? Okay. So, we are cut to the funeral. Um. The daughter, in particular, is really sobbing. Oh, by the way... She carries around the mother doll from the dollhouse constantly, 24-7, even oh. before this. Like, it was in the car. Okay. She's, car- she's like, loves her mom. Oh. So she is sobbing. This little girl is oh. a, a really, really good actress. She's, like, scream crying. Mm. Um, it cuts th- through the funeral. It cuts to that night. Her dad trying to comfort her. And she's, like, so- like whole body heaving, oh. sobbing saying like you don't I just got chills <laughs> like saying you don't understand she's not going to get to go to heaven she doesn't get to go to heaven she doesn't get to go to heaven oh, and no. she cannot be consoled and her dad just like doesn't know what to do and eventually her dad's like just like go to bed and like leaves the room and her brother um is like comes in and brings his comforter in and makes a little bed next to her bed and they like fall asleep holding hands ah oh. Well, I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset. That's uh, what I mean. This movie is start to finish upsetting. Great. Um, <laughs> so then we cut to six months later. Okay. And they're having Thanksgiving dinner, the dad and the two children. And they've obviously got, you know, all of their traditions that they used to do with mom. So there's four place settings. They have like little dumb turkey hats that they wear. And mm. so there's like the fourth empty seat with a turkey hat. Mm. And he like says to them, you know, I was what I was thinking maybe we could go out to the to the to the mountains this Christmas like we used to. And they're like, well, you always have to work like the few days before Christmas. Like, what are we just going to like stay there alone while you're gone? Like mom used to watch us. And he was like, well, I was thinking Grace could watch you and Grace could come with us like her and I. She's a part of my life. And and um i want her to be a part of your life too and i want you guys to finally get to know her mm. and like i think it's time and aiden yeah, i mean she's presumably spending thanksgiving alone because right. mm-hmm. and aiden's like no like why would we do that and he's like well we're getting married and then aiden's really mad He's like, what are you talking about? She's the reason mom is dead. Oh god. Like no, like we're not going to fucking lodge with her like and um and just like storms off and 
Grace is outside waiting to come in. Oh no! And Richard, oh, Richard, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is so awful. Richard, the dad, goes out to be like, "It's not a, it's not a good time." Like I said, "Sorry, you've been waiting." <laughs> He's like, "I don't think it's today's a good day. I think we'd have to try again later." Oh. And um. As he's like outside talking to her, Mia, the daughter, comes and like slams the front door in their face and like storms off. Like they hate, they hate Grace. Do we learn? I bet we will. But um, did they have an affair? Is that why the marriage broke? You know, up, I don't or? think we do learn. Okay. Um, but it it does it. It definitely could. seems like it, it was could be the divorce from the earlier scene. Seems like it was led by him yes yes it's definitely led and by him and it did have the implication that the mother was kind of hoping that maybe it w- that they would get back together because mm-hmm. she came over all like trying all to be dolled up, up yeah. and trying oh, to that's so sad yeah yikes to see your parent in such Ugh. a vulnerable situation must be like deeply upsetting as a, as a oh, child yeah. yeah oh and then another thing that's important that aiden says in this fight he says um you left mom for one of the psychopaths in your books, which we don't know what that means yet. Mm. But oh no, we come to learn that he is an author, and af- so they eat Thanksgiving dinner in silence, and it's very uncomfortable. Wow, that sucks so much. Everyone's very upset. Mm-hmm. And then at nighttime, the kids go up to the dad's office, and you see his like author books. He's 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 obviously some kind of psychiatrist that writes like profiles on people mm. and he has written a profile on a cult mm-hmm. in which Grace was the only surviving member and everyone mm. else has killed themselves. Oh, okay. Yes, th- that was in the okay. trailer as well. And the kids know this? Well, they're sneaking into the office doing some snooping. So they're just discovering this. Mm-hmm. So they've like got his computer open and they find lock your computer, dude. Put a pa- password protect that. So shit. you've got suicide cults up there and <laughs> young children. Come on, man. So everyone like poisoned themselves. Like, what was the cult that did that? Yes, it's ba- Heaven's Gate. Yeah, it's based on that. Okay. Um, and so you sure it's not based off of Griffins and Gargoyles from. <laughs> you sure? You know what? I no spoilers. Based- Sorry, I- Emily. Sorry. <laughs> Riverdale fans. Riverdale's I think it is based season. on Riverdale, actually. <laughs> I think you it's based on Riverdale. Now that you say that, I think you're right. Cool. <laughs> they love Riverdale in Germany. Oh, my God. Ooh, they love it. <laughs> Huge fans. Um, okay, so they're looking at, like, some videos. So Grace was 12, and her father was the leader of this cult. And there's a video her of him. father? Uh-oh. And no. there's a video of him giving a sermon saying you know repent for your sins we will all like be together in the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. and then heard that one before <laughs> <laughs> prove it <laughs> prove, prove it, it. <laughs> um and so and then it like shows her 12 year old grace holding the camera walking through their like commune or whatever with all the like finding all the dead bodies oh, holy God. shit and they all have a piece of duct tape over their <gasps> mouths that say has sin written on it and she's just going through and kind of filming each one and uh, apparently she's supposed to be the like messenger of the cult and she was left alive to like oh she was supposed to not die oh god that is 
That's like somehow worse. Talk about fucking trauma. Jesus Christ. So then the implication being that the dad met her by doing a profile on her for being the The survivor surviving member of this cult. cult. I mean, the dad is seeming less and less of a good guy every step of the way. Which (laughs) is not great. Me and Jenna were talking and we were like, well, it seems that he's maybe attracted to women that he feels needs saving and that maybe Alicia Silverstone also had some like mental Prior problems to, to begin with. Yes. Yeah. That was our explanation that of it was why not she committed suicide. Out of the blue yeah. necessarily. So I think he's kind of attracted oh. to these um, uh, delicate kind of broken women. Oh, that's bad. That's I not hate, it's bad. I, I hate bad. him. That is not a good trait <laughs> I do to not have. like him I really either. hate him. Not a good trait. Mm-mm. Um, okay. So... Gross. Um, so the dad walks in on them looking on the computer, and but uh, the computer is not facing the dad. And he's like, what are you guys doing in here? And they're like, oh, um, my laptop died and she needed help with her homework, whatever. They talk their way out of it. And he's like, you know, well, I've decided like we're going to the mountains. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm a good dad. It's like, I'm the dad. You know, suck it up. Basically, we're going. Pack your bags. And well, pack your bags in a month because it's Thanksgiving now and we're going for Christmas. <laughs> Think about when you will be packing your bags. <laughs> what are you going to pack? What are you going to bring? Start planning now. It's going to end up being more important than you think. Um, <laughs> you might just be stuck there. Um, okay, so then they uh, we cut to them um, getting in the car. They're going to pick up Grace. The kids are in the back seat and she has a dog. She gets into the front seat and the second she gets in the front seat, the dad's phone rings and he's like, I got to take this and gets out of the car and like leaves her alone Is in the car. Is it the first time she's met them? First time. Well, he's I, bad. Think, I think they've met, but it's always been tense. So it's like, don't like leave your kids in the car that are like, hate your girlfriend. Like, wouldn't you want to like. He's bad. Ease the situation by being a, like a moderator. Mm-hmm. I, Emily, I was, Emily, and I are on the same team right now, and it's the dad is bad team. Yeah, we hate the dad. We, we hate, hate the, the dad. He's just a hate fucking dummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, thoughtless, thoughtless. So she gets she gets in the car and she's like, "Hi, Mia. Hi, Aiden." They're like glaring at her. They hate her. Mm. Um, she's got a cute little dog. I can't remember its name. Don't worry about the dog. God, there's oh, a dog. No. Don't tell us about the dog. I don't even want to be thinking about don't the goddamn dog. It. Don't worry about it. You know it will be fine. Dogs are always fine in horror movies. Oh, no. Sometimes they are. What was the horror movie where it the was dog was crawl. fine? I thought about it because I, when I was, <laughs> was editing, crawl. I was like, what was it? It's Crawl. And we never aired the episode. But for those interested. For those interested, if you need to watch dog. a horror movie but know that a dog is okay. It's Crawl. Crawls the movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. They drive out to the mountains and they get there at nighttime. And Grace, like, gets her own room just to put her stuff in. And she, like, has a bottle of pills that she hides. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, obviously you need to be on pills. You have had a very traumatic life. And, like, mm-hmm. why do you need to hide your pills? Like, Certainly I feel your like psychiatrist your boyfriend would yeah. understand. So I don't really know why she's hiding the pills. Anyways. So she like unpacks her stuff. Then they have dinner downstairs and there's this like spooky Mother Mary painting like looking at them like right over the dining table. Yikes. Mm. And as as she's eating, she's staring at it. Music is really creepy and mm. she gets a nosebleed. Grace does? <gasps> yeah. Uh-oh. Um, and so they're in, in bed later that night, um, Richard and Grace... And there's a, a big cross on that wall. Okay. And she's staring at it kind of like uncomfortably. And he's like, do you want me to take it take it down? Is that upsetting you? Like that was my wife's. <laughs> Just 
just like what <laughs> like throw your wife under the bus you motherfucker god <laughs> god and she's like no it's okay it's fine and then they have like a a little giggly fit and have sex i think and it cuts to the kids like listening to them giggling and having fun and they're obviously very upset mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it cuts to um a wider view of just the like empty house at nighttime and one of the bedroom doors just opens on Mm-mm, its own no <gasps> a spooky there's supernatural elements in this film a spooky, spooky <laughs> no spooky. thank you uh, and then okay next morning she wakes up grace wakes up and the three of them richard and the kids are outside ice skating so she gets her her gear on but she's obviously not a strong ice skater and she's Mm -hmm. got two little like walking sticks and she's like approaching them and she's like hey and uh richard is like shoveling snow to try to make the ice rink bigger for them and he's like kids like go help grace she's not she doesn't (laughs) she can't do it what could go wrong and so they walk up to her and they're like that's our mom's hat she's wearing the mom's beanie Oh, that no. was like on a coat rack or whatever. Oh, yeah, you'd have to imagine though if if you find a lady's hat in this place, <laughs> right? You gotta know who it belongs <laughs> to. Don't put also, it on. Don't put that hat on. Be, have a cold head. You if know, you're, if you're going to the snow, bring your bring your own beanie. Look, mm-hmm. this woman is an idiot. <laughs> Blame the victim. I'm blaming her. Um, but also, just don't put that hat on. I don't know. Uh, don't yeah. put that hat on. No, just be so, overly cognizant of what could be the bombs. Right, right. So they snatch that beanie right away from her. They do not help her. They skate away. And um, is it just like the skating scene in Little Women? It's exactly like that. Okay. That's Actually, what I'm picturing it in my head. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> close. There's pretty much only one way to ice skate. So, <laughs> um, And then Mia is playing with her little, her mom doll that she carries with her all <sighs> everywhere. Yeah. And the dad like says like, watch out for the fishing hole. They've like cut a like small hole in the ice for fishing. And this dumb little girl drops her doll no. in the fishing hole. And then starts like walking towards it, like Uh-oh. to fish it out. Mm-mm. And Grace is like, "Stop, stop, stop! Like that, that's not safe. The ice is thin over there. Yeah, like so. Le- it's just like Little Women. Mm. That's what I was. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she's like, "I'll get it for you." And she walks over, and of course, collapses because she's much heavier than Mia. Much. She's a adult woman. Mm-hmm. Mia's a little girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, she falls in, falls into the ice. Falls in ice water. Um, it's a pretty scary moment, but they eventually get her out, and she she is holding the doll. She gets the doll for so, her. Sort of a, a moment so, yeah, here, I'm like, maybe. Okay, okay. Like We're building some good graces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- redeeming moment. Um, and then she's warming by the fire. Then she goes upstairs and she takes one of her pills. Mm. And Richard comes into the room as she's taking the pill, and she hides the pills in the back of her pants. And he's like, are you sure that you're going to be okay, like, with them by yourself? Um, And she's like, yeah, yeah, it was my idea. Definitely feels like too much too soon. Right? Huge. Huge. (laughs) Huge move. Crazy, yeah, for this to be basically the first time you're hanging out with these kids and just to be left alone with them in an isolated area. Right. Or you can't even be like, let's go out for ice cream or like, let's go into town. Nope. So you guys hate me. So. He's like, you know what'll make you feel better? A gun. He gives her a gun? <laughs> Shut up. 
Annie reaches into the closet and finds a little lockbox and what? out loud says the combination, which is one, two, three, four, five. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It will make her feel better about what? I don't know. I think he maybe thinks that she's afraid of being alone, like what? in the woods. Wait, like, he's a psychiatrist right now? Yeah. That's uh, his fucking job? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no. He is bad at his job. So he's like, let me teach you how to shoot one of these. They go outside. He gives it to her and is like, there's a big kickback. Like, be careful. She shoots the whole, like, all six rounds into the bullseye. Like, she's obviously shot a gun before she's fine. And he's like, oh. It's oh. hard right now. Also, like, no comment on the fact that his wife, wife shot herself. herself. Yeah. Right. Did he teach her how to use a gun, too? Ooh. Interesting question. Dang. Dark. That's dark. That's dark. <laughs> Henley, too dark. <laughs> <laughs> so then with that unnecessary gun training lesson, he leaves He leaves them to it. So because he, he has to go work before the holidays. He has to go work. What does that it's mean? Like, Take the fucking time off, dude. <laughs> this Christmas. feels like an important moment for your family. <laughs> they, they need you here. They really need you here. And immediately the kids like lock themselves in their rooms. Grace is like, hey, guys, like knocking on their doors. They're just not even answering. They're like watching TV in their rooms, ignoring her. And she's like, do you want to help me decorate? Like, I'm going to decorate the place. We're like a few days out of Christmas. Like he's going to come back before Christmas. Christmas Day. I think he's supposed to come back Christmas Eve. Okay. Um, They don't answer, so Grace decorates the whole house by herself, hangs up, like, tinsel everywhere, has got, like, you know, tree, whatever. Does she have, like, a car to leave if she needs to? No. No. This is fucking crazy. This is crazier and crazier at every second. I don't like this one bit. Even if nothing bad happened, this is horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so then after decorating the house all day, she goes and takes a shower and when she gets out of the shower, it's all steamy and the mirror says mom with a heart around it. Oh. And she sees that and feels sad. And as she's looking at that, she sees movement in the mirror and Aiden is in the bathroom <gasps> watching her and runs out. Yeah, Creepy. Um, another Finn Wolfhard situation. We've got it, folks. We've got another horny teen. <laughs> Everyone, take a shot if you had horny teen written down on your drinking game. <laughs> on your too scary didn't watch bingo. Um, so she goes downstairs, makes herself some food, and is like sitting at the dining table with the mother Mary, looking at her, and she like can't handle looking at it and takes it off the wall, and then she goes upstairs takes another pill before bedtime and then like goes to bed and then there's these kind of like slow shots of the house with the spooky music and this was the biggest jump scare in the whole movie for me it cuts to loud organ playing her playing the organ Mm -hmm. no real reason and we kind of get the like feeling that she's sleepwalking and it doesn't really like there's no scene. It's just like her playing organ for a second and then it's the next morning. Oh, OK. Weird. There's so, an organ in this lodge? I guess so. Oh, I was <laughs> assuming it was a dream of her playing an organ. You think she was actually playing the organ? You know, I don't know. I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it really scared me good. Me and Jenna both j- jumped like three feet into the air. Uh, um, hmm. Huh. So in the morning, she wakes up on the floor of her bedroom. Mm. 
So we definitely These pills are really taking it out of her. We get the impression that she's doing some sleepwalking and like doesn't really know what she's doing at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And all of her things in her room have been moved. Like her clothes are not in the drawer that we saw her unpack them into earlier. And they're all like stuffed under her bed. Um, And then in the afternoon for lunchtime, she's making herself a sandwich. Mm-hmm. She says, Aiden, can I make you a sandwich? Like I'm making lunch. And Aiden like won't even take off his headphones. He's like listening to music. And he's like, she's like, Aiden, Aiden, can I make you a sandwich? And he like finally acknowledges her and is like, I'll make my own sandwich. Thanks. He's like a little shithead. Mm. Was it. he? Did he see her naked? We think yes. Okay, I saw her naked. How? Oh. <laughs> how old she is, is naked, how, is how old is he supposed to be? I think the little girl is ten. I think he's probably fifteen. Oh, that's older than I was expecting. Yeah. Okay. Horny, horny teen. Yeah, he's a horny teen for sure. Ugh, gross. Fifteen-year-old um, boys. Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. So many fluids. <laughs> Foul. <laughs> um. So he's being a little dickhead, and she eventually, in this conversation, she's like. Okay, like we're stuck here together, and I just I don't want there to be tension between us. Mm-hmm. Like I want this to be to go well. Mm-hmm. And he's just silent mm-hmm. and like won't even talk to her. And she says, "So you won't even talk to me. You just want to look at me naked in the bathroom." <gasps> well, I mean, fair. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, what does he say to that? He doesn't say anything to that either. He just he looks pretty embarrassed. He's like, "Oh, she caught me. <laughs> <laughs> I made it." Very easy for myself to be caught. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have um, Mia kind of looking out the window of the lodge and Grace goes over to try to talk to her. She had she saved her doll earlier. Well, but then also the doll got stolen by the dog. But whatever. She's like, maybe I have a better shot getting Mia to like me. Mm-hmm. She says, Mia, what do you want for Christmas? What did you ask for for Christmas? And Mia says, Uh-oh. I want to I want a dog. Um, and they have like a nice little bonding moment because Grace has a dog and Grace says something like, you know, I always wanted a dog too. Um, but my dad was like really serious about the Bible and like presents were not something that are discussed in the Bible. And so I, I bought myself a dog when I became an adult. Um, and so Grace seems to, I mean, Mia seems to like respect grace a little bit in this moment like oh she's like you know made a life for herself got her own dog i think that's cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and she's like can, do you want do you want to see the the present that me and aiden made for our dad and grace is like yeah and it's a dvd and she pops it in and it's a big old family dvd of course it is <laughs> of course it is of the mom and them at the lodge making snow angels the mom like looking at camera which is obviously the dad holding the video camera being like we made good kids like oh no a very intimate family film <laughs> oh no, no and grace no, is no. very uncomfortable and walks out and leaves the room do we think this was like a play by mia yeah i do it also probably was i don't know if it was necessarily a play but i think she's probably a young girl who is like this is the most important thing in my life right now. This DVD that yeah, I, I made. Think, let me just <laughs> show it to Grace. I think if I was Grace, I would have sat through it. I would have muscled through. Yeah, yeah yep. you can't get up and leave. And been like, that was really Good. amazing. That was yeah, really that beautiful. Yeah. And your dad's going to love it. Uh, exactly. Very nice that, memories of your mom. That She yeah. seems lovely. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. So, okay, that... In case any of this happens to us, <laughs> we, we know, know, what, we'll know what we'll do. We know what we'll do. Got it. Um, 
Fingers crossed that it doesn't. <laughs> um, so that night they're watching The Thing, which made me go, ooh, we should do The Thing on this podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> it looked really scary. Um, and Aiden brings Grace a cup of tea. And she like looks really delighted. And she's like, oh, is this for me? Like we get the sense that this is like a peace offering. And he feels guilty for being a creepy little pervert. Mm -hmm. And so he's brought her this cup of tea. Uh oh, don't drink anything he gives you. And <laughs> a little suspicious. Uh, so she takes it and they're kind of watching a movie together. And it seems like a nice little moment. And then Mia is really cold and is like shivering under a blanket. And Aiden's like, well, let me get the gas heater. And brings the like outdoor gas heater next to them. And Grace is like, is that safe? Like, can you have those indoors? And he's like, yeah, like, it's fine. Uh, we've done it before. Doesn't matter. Mm. Grace is like, okay. And then the like thing on the TV starts getting like to the scarier and scarier parts. And she's like, do you guys want to watch something else? And it starts like glitching a little bit. And she falls asleep. And she mm. wakes up in the same spot no sleepwalking tonight and all the christmas decorations are gone all the food out of the fridge is gone the dog is gone <gasps> all their clothes are gone what? what it's really crazy oh my god <laughs> what the power is off the water is off so she's like first thinking well okay i said that in the wrong way because first she notices that the power is off and you're thinking the gas Peter, Peter it. blew mm -hmm. it, blew the socket or whatever. But then they notice that all these other things are, are there, also are gone. Are they waking up to the kids? Well, she she discovers this all in her own downstairs. The kids are upstairs. She once she like figures it all out, she runs upstairs, wakes up Aiden. It's like Aiden, the power's out, the water's off, something weird is going on. All the stuff is gone. Like what's going on? And Aiden's like sleepy, like what, what? And, like wakes up, tries to like. They go downstairs to try to um, restart the generator. It's not working. And she goes to her room. Again, all of her clothes are gone. All their, like, winter coats are gone. Oh, so God. all they have is what they were sleeping in. Oh, oh no. Oh, and her pills are gone. And <gasps> then she really freaks out. And oh, she's, no. like, screaming at Aiden, like, where did you, what did you do? What did you do with them? Oh, no. And then, like, goes into their room to, like, pull up their beds and like search she's like searching their room but all of their stuff is gone too mia's like crying she's really scared she's oh, like no. what's going on aiden's like i don't i don't know what's happening like uh -oh. and then and then aiden says like she's like where did you put my stuff and aiden's like we should be asking you you're the one that like walks around all night long like we hear you walking around all night long so then she's like did i do something and that's like I think the coolest part of this movie is that you never know, like, what the thing is. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, is she doing it? Are they doing it? Is there supernatural thing? Like, the whole time I was just like, what's happening? Oh, oh I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm stressed. Oh, I'm stressed. Yeah. So they're like, they go outside. They look for the dog. They're calling. What kind of dog is it? It's like a little white fluffy dog. Of course it is. <laughs> a kind that would blend into snow well. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can't find the dog. They come inside. They're eating some like sad dinner that's like canned food that's left over because the fridge has been completely emptied. So they just have whatever's in the cabinets. Yeah. Oh. So they're eating like beans and crackers. Um, and then how many days are they supposed to be there alone? You know, the now? the passage of time is intentionally kind of vague, confusing, and yeah. confusing. So 
I would think it must be three days tops. Okay. But it feels like a long time. Intentionally so. Mia that night, she goes goes up and goes to bed. Are they all so cold? They're cold. They're very cold. They have like blankets. They have the blankets in the house that they're wrapping around them. Um, but they don't have any coats. And um, Aiden says to Grace, after Mia leaves, I didn't want to say this when um, Mia was here, but I had a really bad dream last night. Mm. And I had a dream that the that we all died, uh, that the gas heater, um, we were all suffocating with the gas heater and that we died. And Grace is like creeped out and is like, okay, that's creepy but like that's fine like go to bed it's a dream yeah yeah it's a dream he goes to bed and they don't have service no one has cell phones all there's oh sorry yes all their phones are dead okay because the power is out so they can't charge them or whatever right so uh, as she's like walking he goes to bed she's uh, walking around and notices all the clocks in the house are set to january 9th oh no and she turns them back she's like well that's weird and it's all of them Turns them back to December 22nd, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, she grabs some snow to boil some water to um, clean herself before bed. And she's in the bathroom with her like steaming pot of water. And the mirror now says, repent. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not doing well without her pills. Yeah. And at this point, she starts, like, really hearing her dad's voice just saying, repent. Oh, no. Repent your sins. <gasps> repent. Um, mm. And so she falls asleep that night and wakes up outside in the snow, but you pan out. And she's impossibly alone in snow, so we get the sense that it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, the, the ice below her starts to crack again. And she falls in, and her dad is below her in uh, the coming from like the depths of the dark that water. Was in the, that was in the trailer. In the trailer, and he grabs her ankle, oh. and she like can't get out of oh, no. the icy water. And then she wakes up, and it was a dream. Um, and she wakes up the next day. All the clocks are back to January night. No, fuck. Do we know yet what happened on January night? No, and you know what? I'm not sure that anything... Uh, Maybe they all uh, killed themselves I'll, I'll, on January 9th? That's yeah. what I thought. That's what I thought. And it could be. Okay. Right now, it's just a weird Yeah, right now, thing. it's just weird, and we don't know. This um, is this is kind of like what the turning was wanting itself to be, in terms of like, is she crazy? Is she not crazy? Right. Is this happening to her? I is she doing really it? really effectively made everyone suspicious, and everyone... There's no... Especially because... Grace is not in really the first like 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Maybe it's less than that. We but already it's like, feel like we don't know her as well. Right. Like no one is, no one really feels like the protagonist at the beginning. So it, mm-hmm. it and I think that's an effective way to, to, to make you as a viewer kind of distrust her. Yeah. Like, well, and just like, and all don't, of them. And yeah. don't know, like, yeah, who are we rooting for? And, yeah, so it's it's it really effectively makes you kind of question what's going on. You don't know who to trust. You don't know if she's doing things in her sleep. You don't know if the kids are doing things. You don't know if it's supernatural things. It's mm-hmm. like very much. It's done really well, I thought. 
Um, so she hears Mia locked in her room talking to her dad on the phone, being like, I love you. I miss you. How? And she like runs up, opens the door and she's like, is your phone working? Like, you didn't tell me that your phone is working and like snatches the phone out of her hand and the phone is dead. She's just and Mia's pretending. like, I was just pretending like I miss my dad. I'm I and she like starts crying. Oh, and God. Grace is like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um it's not the atmosphere in the house is very bad. It's very <laughs> it's very bad. I think that's clear. <laughs> you have to wonder too, the dad's been gone for two days. I think so. Ish. Yes. I mean, you would hope he's checking in, and if he can't get through right. to anyone, is he, he on his way? Should be coming back. There. Yeah, right. You would hope he's a bad dad, though. <laughs> he's so a bad dad. He doesn't care. I mean, that's literally all the people that matter most to him in his life, or should be. Um, no, daughter, no. son, fiance, <laughs> but work. You know, but work. But what is the work he's doing as a psychiatrist? That few days before the holidays, like, I what have is that no work? idea. And he's like specifically like an author, a psychiatrist author, which seems like something you could do from anywhere. <laughs> that is that makes literally no sense. Yeah, I do have some questions about his his priorities. Um. Anyways, so the it's like they're all getting like exponentially more stressed every moment that goes by. Makes sense. And Aiden says to Grace, "What if we died? Like I had that dream. What if we're dead?" What if we're dead? We don't know. The phones are dead. What? Like, we can't contact anyone. Like, the clocks are changing. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm just freaking out. What if we're dead? What if we died? And Grace is like, that's crazy. Like, don't. Like, there's no no reason. And they still haven't figured out, like, where did our clothes go? Who could have done that? She's not mourning her dog. Well, so, okay. So, this is where she kind of, like, reaches. She's like, okay. Fuck it. Like, where is the next town over? Mm-hmm. Like, how far, how far is it? I'm walking. And he's like, it's like 10 miles and you don't have a coat. You'll die. Like, yeah. it's freezing out there. Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. I'm going. Like, I, you I guys, don't care if I die. <laughs> like, you guys stay here. I need to go. And so she leaves wrapped in like a couple blankets. And the kids are like at the door, like, please, Grace, like, please don't go. Like, it's not safe. Like, you're not going to be safe. Like, please don't go. And um, she's like, I'm going. She goes, she's wrapped in a blanket. She walks. It gets this like kind of like trippy. She's still hearing her voices a little bit. And she walks for a while. And then we see this like cross shaped cabin that Mm. her father is looking out at her (gasps) from within. No. And she like. He died. He is dead. He is dead. Okay. He is. And so she drops to her knees in front of this like hallucinated cabin. She's banging on the door, like, please let me in. Like, I'm freezing. I'm dying. And he um, is just staring at her. And she eventually keeps walking. She's looking for the next town. She's desperate. She's freezing. And she winds back up at the lodge. Mm. And she, like, drops to her knees in frustration. And she's like, God damn it. And as she's on her knees out front of the house, she notices, like, some plastic flowers in the snow. And she, like, starts digging. And it's like a bouquet, like a plastic bouquet buried in the snow. And a photograph, a framed photograph that she, like, looks at, we don't see as an audience. And she takes it inside and then Aiden sees it and is like, what the hell is this? And it's a photo of Aiden and Mia. And it says, in loving memory. 
And Aiden really freaks out. And he's what? like, what the fuck? This is like, I'm telling you, like, I think we're, we're dead. dead. I think we're fucking dead. And he's like panicking. And she's like, it's nothing. It's like, don't worry. Oh, like, oh my God. This is so scary. <laughs> and I don't um, know. It sounds like a nice, calming holiday vacation to me. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> and she's like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And she's like, this is like when she's she's starting to really lose it. Like she doesn't have her pills and she's hearing voices and she's kind of like sp- she's spiraling a bit. Um, and, and this is where she starts praying. She starts repenting. Oh. Oh. And she's saying, please, Father, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my sins. Let me oh. into the kingdom of heaven. She's kind of rocking to herself, praying. and That's um, not calming Mia down at all, probably. No. And that night, Mia comes into her room and is like, I, I heard something. And it's pitch black in this house. There's no electricity. <laughs> And they're walking around spooky, spooky. <laughs> like, how you do that as though, like, spooky, 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 spooky. Take my word for it. Spooky. Convinced? I'm convinced. <laughs> and behind them, that same door from earlier swings open. And they go in. Grace goes in. He's, she's like Mia, you stay they out see here. The door open and they, they see the go, door open, okay. and Grace is like, "I'll go in. You stay out here." And the window is open, and she's like, "Oh, it's just the, the window way. open." And she looks out the window, mm. and there is a sea of snow angels <sighs> in the snow no. out front of the window. Wait, so okay, so it's nighttime. It's nighttime. So they, but they hadn't been asleep. So I'm just imagining before bed, yeah. So she hadn't gone out and done all those snow angels while she was sleepwalking for some crazy reason, right? Okay, so someone else did these snow angels, and she like looks at them like, "Did you guys do that?" And they're like, "No, no, like why would we do that?" And you kind of feel like it's a- around forty snow angels, the amount of people that killed themselves in her cult. <laughs> <laughs> That's the impression that I got. Um, so she's really freaking out. Hearing voices, oh, voices no. are getting stronger. She's hearing louder voices. She earlier took down the cross and the Mother Mary painting. She puts them back up and she is repenting and she is saying, like, please forgive me. I have sin. Like, what um, is her sin that she didn't spread the message of the cult? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Was what her was job? Like, but she's yeah. just kind of in a desperation, I think, at this right. point. Just but like, like what whatever was, I'll do. What even was the message of the cult? Do we have that information no. or anything? No. Okay. And that was one of the complaints I read was that it like it scrapes the surface of kind of this like religious message without really getting into any of it. It's just kind of a vibe. Right. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. vibe. One would have to imagine, though, uh, the cult wouldn't be thrilled that she just like went back to normal society and told a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. about it for a book. Mm -hmm. One one might not be. I think that's a fair assessment. So that night she's going to sleep. She's she has another nightmare. And she's walking into the kids' room, and they're covered in the same blankets that the people from the cult were covered in. And she pulls them down, and they're both dead with sin over their mouth. Oh, no. The sin duct tape. And then cut to Aiden awake, being like, Grace, wake up, wake up, wake up. And she's standing over their bed, (gasps) holding the gun. Oh, and they look really scared, uh-huh. um, obviously. <laughs> as you would, as you would. 
Um, and they like get her back into bed and like, and lock the gun up. They don't lock the gun. Nope. Put that gun away. Put that gun away. The combo kids is one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Easy peasy. Lock it back up. Um, but so the next morning she goes back to bed, I guess. And then, you know, as we, anyone could go back to sleep after that. (laughs) Um, and the next morning she comes downstairs to find Aiden and Mia looking at a newspaper and it's an obituary and it is their obituary. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just the two of them or all three of them? All three of them. What? And it has their photos in the paper. Where, how did this paper get delivered? What paper is they it? They don't know. They were like, this was here when we got here in the morning. And it has all three of their photos. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it oh, says no. that they died in a freak accident on like December 22nd or whatever the night was that they had the gas heater. And they're like, and Aiden is like screaming, freaking out. He's like, I told you. Like, I, we're in fucking purgatory. We're in purgatory right now. We're wow. stuck here and we can't die. And like, what the fuck do we do? And she's like freaking out and she's like not listening. She's like, I can't, I can't deal with this. I cannot deal with this. He runs out of the room and then we hear a loud like crash. And he's like, and then you hear him yelling, Grace, Grace. And she walks into where he is and he's like hanging from a noose from the ceiling what like he's just tried to kill himself and he's like see like we can't die we can't die we're in fucking purgatory and she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god and so he's hanging from a noose he's hanging from a noose okay and he is alive what if he'd been wrong oh (laughs) Um, the obituaries in the newspaper were kind of strange to see (laughs) That's who's, strange to who's, see. Who's bringing that to them, though, is my main question. Right. Um, so um, he says, we're dead. We're stuck in purgatory. We need to repent. Like, we need to repent for our sins so that we can make it to heaven. Wouldn't the first thing you do, though, try to walk away from the lodge as far as you can go? Wouldn't you just try to get away? Well, she leaves. She does leave the lodge. Okay. She, like, leaves them there. She runs out. And um, th- they're alone for a while. And they're freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. And then they see her coming back and she's holding her dead dog. Oh, oh no. And Mia starts really crying. And um, Grace is like slow, like zomb- zombie walking. Mm. And she just like plops down on the front stoop. Again, it's freezing outside. She's in like a sweater um, and holding her dead dog. And oh, Mia no. is sobbing sobbing beside her and she's like i'm sorry grace like it was my fault i left the door open i died i didn't want to tell you i'm so sorry and it's like the same like really really heartbreaking sobs from earlier where she's just like so so sad oh no (laughs) oh god it's awful so she really thinks it's her fault that the dog is dead yeah and grace is like catatonic at this point she's like not speaking she's just kind of rocking back and forth like holding her dead dog like maybe whispering to herself a little bit oh um there emily do you love this so far (laughs) emily seems like in a good place right now (laughs) i told you guys check in check in emily seems good i feel the best i've ever felt (laughs) (laughs) this is a tough one 10 out of 10 (laughs) good stuff happening for me right now um they're like pleading with her like please come inside grace please come inside please come inside like oh how the tables have turned (laughs) she's just out there holding her dog not moving 
Um, and so they're inside for a while and they're like, she could die. We should tell her. We should get her her pills back. <gasps> oh, no. And it's a fucking prank. They were pranking her. Are you serious? I was so mad in the theater. I, my blood started boiling. I could have screamed in the theater. They go downstairs into the fucking <gasps> attic. They peel basement. open a door. Basement. You do that a lot. <laughs> mix them up. <laughs> so I've never had either, so they mean the same thing the to same. me. <laughs> An extra space. <laughs> um, and everything is down there. <gasps> How do they, they plant a newspaper? And they go in. They Well, that's the thing. They must have planned it since, from before. They planned it because the they had time. a whole month. They had a whole yeah. month to plan it. Yeah. They had a month, whole month to plan it. These motherfuckers! <laughs> wow, wow! And so they go and they grab her pills and they come out and they're like, "Oh, it's too late." They're like, "Grace, we're sorry. It was a joke. It was a prank. Please come." It was in. a funny joke. <laughs> Hilarious. Aren't you? Hilarious don't you love prank? us? <laughs> don't you love us more now? <laughs> please come inside. It was like we're, you're not. We're not dead. Like please come inside. Take your pills. And she is way too far gone. Yeah, they fucked up. They they don't realize up. what it does to you to grow up in a cult. <laughs> and watch they don't understand everyone you know and love to die and kill Here's themselves the around you. Thing. Here's the other thing. It shows a speaker in the attic that they're playing her dad's voice on. Shut <gasps> up. Because they, they were watched the video from earlier of the fucking cult, and oh, they just like they are evil. <laughs> they are evil. They are evil motherfuckers. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of like this twist though. Whoa, I, I was it. like, Whoa. I was like fully ready for it to be like, is it supernatural? Is it not supernatural? No, Which I I'm love like, that they gave us a clear answer, but they're like, bull. no, shit. it's two evil children. Wait, oh my god, what's I crazy? I am reinvigorated. What's, <laughs> me too. I was really about to be done with life, but I'm back. <laughs> And and here's the thing, though, the fact that they didn't call it quits when she almost shot them in the middle of the night is crazy. They were committed. Yes. They're committed to the their next craft. Day they brought out the newspaper. They're like, well, one more try. <laughs> Let's make this joke. We put in so much work. We printed a fake newspaper. <laughs> so committed. then, so then we cut to the dollhouse, which is at home, and we cut to the dad looking at it, and the dollhouse has the sun doll hanging from a noose and it says repent on the walls so again like showing that they've been planning it and they staged it in their dollhouse since before they left and the dad is looking at it being like this is weird and he the calls dolls don't normally look like this <laughs> like, this is kind of dark it's like this I is kind of cool though like well, it's a good artistic great i guess i vision. should call my family i left several days ago um so yeah he's like calling them no answers and but okay again there's a moment of realization that when the daughter was talking to the dad, she was talking to the dad when she was like, <gasps> oh, my phone is dead. She turned it off because she was saying, like, I love you. I miss you. Everything's fine. And so oh! the dad, the dad actually was getting phone calls from them. Holy shit. Saying wow. that they were fine. Holy. These are evil <laughs> motherfuckers. So. Wow. So, but now, now he can't get in touch with them and he's, he calls them and leaves a voicemail and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm like five hours out. I'm coming back right now. Um, I'll see you soon. And so they did make all the snow angels. They did. They definitely did. Those little shitheads. Wow. They're shitheads. So the dad's on his way back. Um, the kids are 
in way over their heads. Yeah. Grace is like an unstoppable zombie. I mean, she's not doing anything, but she's just cannot be reasoned with at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's almost like they awoke the deepest trauma she ever has experienced. Almost like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> almost. As a joke, as a funny joke. As, as a, a fun hilarious prank. prank. As a fun prank because she's trying to marry their dad. Um, um. So when they told her, just kidding, Grace, it's all a prank here, your pills. She obviously didn't take the pills. She's just like dead stare. Did like, they turn the power back on and do all of that? Um, They actually, yeah, they they went downstairs and they tried to restart the generator for real this time and it still like isn't working. Probably it's been cold for too yeah, long. Yeah, I think it probably froze in this time. Mm-hmm. She, Grace, lights a fire and is basically just mumbling to herself like, we need to repent. We need to repent for our sins. We need to repent for our sins and lays a like burning log on the ground and kneels onto it. Oh no. And starts screaming in pain. And Aiden and Mia are like, okay, we need to we need to hide from this woman. Like, this is not safe. So they go up into the attic now, not the basement. Got it. <laughs> this one has both. There's a difference. This house has both. <laughs> and um they like close the door and they're huddled in like the corner of the attic all night long. Sorry, the dad must have not happened yet because okay. that we have a whole night without him. Yeah. And so they're um, upstairs all night long listening to her screaming the entire night. She's screaming the whole, the night? whole night. She's on the burning log the whole night. Um, yes. Or at least burned. Yeah. And so in the morning, the Mia little girl is like, I have to. I, she's like, I have to pee. And she starts like moving to like walk downstairs. Aiden's like, pee in the corner. Like, I don't oh. care. Like, don't go down there. She goes That's down. What you fucking get. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> we get a really creepy scene of just like your full body is tensed while you're watching it of her like slowly going down the stairs. Like, we don't know where Grace is. She uses the bathroom. She opens the door. Mm. Grace is standing there looking at her. She runs back upstairs. Grace follows her like slow motion walk. And um, they're like huddled in the corner of the attic. And Grace says she's her whole face is burned now. (gasps) She has burn marks over her whole face. Oh, no. And she's like really calmly saying to them, we need to sacrifice something for the Lord. There's nothing to be afraid of. You just need to sacrifice something for the Lord. And she grabs her doll from her. Oh, she's also carrying the gun. She has the gun in one of her hands. Okay. And then in the other hand, she grabs the doll and lights. I will be thrilled and I, (laughs) or maybe not, if now she's double pranking them. That would be amazing. <laughs> Little hint for anyone who's ever pranked. Just hold it in. Double hold prank. It in double, and prank. double prank. Double prank. Double prank. Double prank. Um, the only answer to a prank is a double prank. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> so she lights her doll on fire. Mia's really... So she's in the attic with them. Yeah. Mia's really sobbing and crying. Her poor doll. And I, and I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, worse. fuck you, bitch. You're yeah. doll. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's doll. So <laughs> that's get ready because um, you killed this woman's dog. 
for your joke. Right. The dog is dead. The dog right? is I forgot, dead. I the forgot dog that they is definitely I forgot dead. they killed the dog. I think I let do, the dog. I die. do think that that was an accident. Jenna and I had a bit of a debate where we were like, was that on purpose or was that an accident? I think as they were moving her things into the basement, maybe they, they left accidentally the left a basement door open. Yeah, they that they didn't want the dog to die, but the dog is dead because the of dog them. is dead because of them. Mm-hmm. And so she burns the doll and then the dad arrives. So somewhere in here, we got the dad recognizing that something's not a, bad. Not a good place to come back to. <laughs> no, things are not good nope, here. Nope. Well, the dad walks in. Did you have a nice time at work? <laughs> <laughs> so glad you got to meet those clients. The first thing the dad sees is a thawing dog corpse in the dog bed. <gasps> And it is really upsetting. It's a big, big old close up so of she a dead put dog. The dog in the dog bed. Dog's back in the dog bed. And he calls out Grace, Mia, Aiden. And they, the kids like yell back. Um, but Grace is blocking their way to the stairs. And so. And she has the gun. And she is holding a gun in her hand. And so they are treading lightly. But she she walks down the stairs first, and so they're kind of blocked behind her, and Richard is coming up the stairs. So she's, like, at the top of the stairs looking down at him, and she's like, Richard, like, we died. Like, we died. We're in purgatory. And he's like, Grace, 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 you're not dead. You're not dead. And she's holding the gun, and she cocks it, and she puts it to her own head. And he's like, Grace, 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 please, no. And they're all like, no, 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 no. She pulls the trigger. That barrel was empty. I fucking knew it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, she's like, see. See, I can't die. I told you we're already dead. Turns the gun on him. (gasps) Good for her. (laughs) And she's like. I'll show you. I'll show you. We can't die. We can't die, Richard. We're already dead. Everyone's screaming. They're like, Grace, no, no, no. So this is like a, a one of those like roulette gun situations. Where, yeah, 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 yeah. There's six chambers. And one that chamber Some was has, empty. Something has a mm-hmm. bullet in it. Fuck. So she she pulls the trigger and, and that shoots one him. had one and <gasps> shoots him in the head and kills him. Oh, my God. And the kids, specifically the daughter, that same like fucking insane scream crying she like collapses like blasts by grace drops Whoa. and is like dad i mean she just saw her dad die i mean she yeah and it's her fault <laughs> it's yeah. her fucking fault 100 percent. yeah and aiden quickly is like mia we gotta go like the, the gonna, car is here we need to drive away yeah because we're not in we're control next. of this situation and so they run out they run to the car start the car they're obviously 15 and 10 and don't know how to drive a car and immediately reverse into a big snow pile and cannot move they're stuck and grace is like so slowly walking towards oh my them god. holding the gun oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> just carrying I the gun it. i hate it so much carrying the gun casually like walking 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 towards them and they can't move and um, then we cut to a like overhead view of the staircase in which the dad was shot, and there's like a blood trail, so his body has been dragged, and you hear like Grace praying again, and the four of them 
are sitting seated at the dinner table. Um, Richard is propped up at the head of the table with his, we get a, a good view of his head wound, mm. his bullet wound. This is where we hear Riley Keough, Elvis Presley's granddaughter's beautiful singing voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is mm-hmm. singing a hymn. Mm-hmm. The kids are back in now. The kids are back in. They're terrified. She's holding the gun. It's pointed at them. They're like trembling, um, crying. Best double prank there ever was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And Aiden goes to grab Mia's hand like before. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And um, Grace walks around not holding the gun. She leaves the gun on her side of the table and walks around behind them and puts a piece of duct tape on each of their mouths <gasps> and writes sin. And says sin on it. And that's the end of the movie. It cuts. It's done. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Isn't oh, it scary and good? I felt like it was really good. God. I, I think it's liked good. it. I like it. I have been on a journey. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. You know what? I didn't see it and I liked it. <laughs> I will I will never see it, but that is a fucking good I thought it was way a way really, to unroll that. I thought it was a plot. really cool twist. Ooh. I I said to Jenna afterwards, I was like, it, it, it will inevitably draw a lot of comparisons to like Midsummer and Hereditary and this kind of the new wavy horror stuff. It also has a lot of shining because of the snow and the isolation and the like very human danger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I weirdly enjoyed Midsummer start to finish. I was enjoying being in the theater mm-hmm. and this movie there was not a moment of enjoyment. Mm. I had a very bad time the whole time. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, I really like thinking about this movie. It's going to stick with me. I en- I like enjoyed, I enjoy it now after it's done, but mm-hmm. I hated it while I was watching it. Like Emily with the Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. I guess something you just, wow. some things you just need to um, sit on. And I think, I think it's because the movie successfully- digest. At least in the way that you retold it, um, there are points in a movie where you start to make assumptions about what the rest of the movie will be. Yeah. And you're like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm, right. Obviously. And the whole time. And then in this movie, you think you know something and then you're like, nope, I was wrong. Right. And then that's actually just- what Jenna said. She was like, well, in Midsummer, you have like a, a protagonist start to finish to identify with and you're on the journey together where yeah. you're both kind of like and she succeeds at the end. And yes. you're like, oh, hell and you're yeah. both out of you're both out of your element together. And so you're yeah. like, oh, I have this like, you know, person I can relate to and she can be my touch point for yeah. what's right in the movie. Yeah. yeah. In this, you just don't know the whole time, so you feel so unanchored and you're just like, what the fuck is going oh, on? Oh my god! I want there to be a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after this uh, I, dinner? Um, oh my god. I l- it's vi- At first, when it was like, oh, the kids just did it all, I was like, that? What? Like, I had this moment of being like a little disappointed of like, yeah. really? But the fact that it then keeps going is leads to potentially really all cool. of their demise. Oh, yeah. And it's 10 times worse than if there were, I think, a supernatural element involved because 10 times worse. They, so much better. So much better. This. They manufactured this. They unleashed a real 
terror that they did not know was there because they're shitty, stupid kids. Well, and I, I watched an interview with the directors where they said something that they were interested in was that no one is evil and no one is really good. No, like, the kids are evil. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are the kids are traumatized and think the kids they are traumatized. Think they're showing her a lesson. They like, don't understand no the trauma she's on, been no with. One is, That's definitely they don't understand her trauma. Yeah. yeah. Like, what were they hoping to accomplish that she would just get driven away from them? They wanted to hurt her. So. They didn't care how they did it. They just wanted to hurt her. They suffered too. It was cold in there. They had to eat beans and <sighs> crackers. I fucking hate these. Well, kids. they had the whole stash of food down in the basement, That's and it would true. be really cold. Be- oh, and so it would work like those a, kids. It would work like a refrigerator. Oh it's my freezing. god! No, no, no. Too uh, much. Nope. I think it speaks to a little bit too. I don't know whether you guys ever felt this when you were like. 10 11 12 but i remember like being in situations when i was a kid which were not nearly as extreme as this one however like felt like they could have been well that's what that's what's interesting and i think that's maybe what they were trying to get out is that it's like it's all very real like kids are shitty i was a shitty kid everyone's a shitty kid and you're really like hurt by things and emotional about things and you don't really understand how the world works you don't understand how adults function exactly and so you're like i'm gonna do this shit because you guys fucked with me so i'm gonna fuck with you back yeah and like i mean in their minds She's the reason their mom is dead. They mm-hmm. fucking hate her and they're mm-hmm. stuck with her. So they're going to make her miserable. Right. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. it. <laughs> I really was energized by that twist. Me too. All right. So you guys are not going to see it. No, but I I really liked hearing about it. I, this, this, I was, I knew this was going to be a really fun one to tell you guys about. Mm-hmm. This it movie is like really fun. fun. It was good fun. Time. This exact movie, though, is like what I what I think is perfect for this podcast this format is a movie yeah. like that that like uh, uh, no way would i ever even want to see it no but ooh, what a ride to hear about it it was a good ride loved it mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you sammy sammy thank you, guys you. Are welcome what a great fucking flick it was and a I'm good not, flick this was one going into this year that you were like oh i'm excited for the lodge coming out this year it's gonna be a good horror movie and it was and what a treat i um, loved it no voices in this one. No so voices. We'll just have to. We'll just have to end. We'll just have to end the podcast. We could do Irish, Irish, <laughs> Irish, Ireland, Ireland, Ireland. The flowers, the garden, flowers in the garden, flowers in the garden, the flowers. Um. See you next week and goodbye. 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 Hey everyone, it's Henley. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed hearing about The Lodge as much as we did, head on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Also, rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, We are also on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And we're also now on Stardust, which is a really cool new app where you can see us actually um, respond to these movies um, with our faces. What a crazy concept. Um, Okay, you're the best. Thanks for listening to the very, very end. Love you so much. Bye.